0: you're listening to the industry alchemist podcast the definition of alchemy is a seemingly magical process of transformation or creation this podcast exists to hear the stories of entrepreneurs business owners and leaders doing just that in their industry we hear about the journey of the brave souls carving a new path moving their industry and our lives forward in a seemingly magical way this episode is brought to you by officechief.com OfficeChief exists to make moving your office easily and painless. Moving an office can be a big hassle. On top of running your company, you're thrown into having to figure out what to do. Hire space planners, furniture companies, movers, IT consultants, the list goes on. It only takes two minutes to create a profile and Office Chief gives you a step-by-step action plan and connects you with the top vendors in your market. Moving your office? Log on to officechief.com and make it easy. I'm your host, Matt Brower, co-founder and managing broker of Column Commercial Partners, helping companies save money on their real estate. I'm also founder and CEO of OfficeChief.com, an online resource for businesses moving their office or updating their space. Hey
1: guys, welcome to the Industry Alchemist podcast. I'm your host, Matt Brower. This episode's guest went to school in North Carolina, got her business degree from Elon University and worked then worked in the IT services industry for quite a few years. After learning that industry and gaining that experience, she decided to move to Denver in 2017 to start her current company, Point Solutions Group, which is also an IT services company. She's gonna tell us more about that. Uh, aside from that, she also runs an investment portfolio that invests in other women-owned businesses, and I just learned that she's also starting a software company Can't wait to hear more about that. Um, She's quickly, since 2017, she's quickly become very well-known in Denver's business community because she's involved in so much, and she has achieved incredible growth, uh, all while raising her two kiddos, Rhett and Haven, with her wife, Lizzie. Uh, Excited to have this conversation with you, Um, so thanks for being here, Paige Goss.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. So, um, you have always been a person, so I must have met you, I think I did meet you shortly after you moved to Denver.
2: Yeah, probably, gosh, three and a half years ago or so.
1: Yeah, and you've always been a person that has tons of energy. I love just being in your presence, because it's so like, your energy lifts everyone else's energy up. Uh, So, I don't know if you know that about yourself, but.
2: Thanks, I I appreciate it. It's one of the things that I think has allowed me to to sustain the craziness of of my (laughs) life right now. and you know, I, I want people to feel good when when we're talking and when we're working together. So yeah. I think it just comes natural. Uh, at some point, right, it will go away. But until it does, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep riding it.
1: You're cranking. Yeah, yeah that's cool. No, and no, so it probably, uh, like you said, has a lot to do with how much success you have achieved with Point Solutions Group. Let's dive into uh, like just real quick. Just like explain what you do with Point Solutions Group. I know that you're uh, maybe a little different than a typical managed services IT company. Do you want to describe kind of what you guys, uh, is it more project-based or, uh, I love the description on LinkedIn, You. Um, basically employ a bunch of freakishly smart people to help other companies with problems.
2: Yeah, we're badasses. Basically when everybody else fails, call us. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're a technology and engineering professional services company. Most of our work is project based. Could be you know, a six week project all the way to a multi year project. Um, most of the work is focused in infrastructure and security. Mm. So we do a lot of transitions from on prem systems to cloud systems. We do a lot of work in governance risk and compliance and obviously there's a ton of of onset work uh, that comes from most of those compliance initiatives and then you know we have a part of our businesses in the federal government so we work defense um, and intelligence agencies, and we similar uh, work in that it's systems engineering, development, integration type of work. And it's been it's been a lot of fun, it's been crazy. The last four years, I think I've blinked and they've been gone. My kids are about to go to preschool, which is shocking. But we're having a lot of fun. And the Denver community, I, I have to say, has been uh, just absolutely amazing. Looking back, I don't think there's any way I could have moved here and launched a business without knowing a person yeah. if it wasn't Denver.
1: How did you decide in Denver?
2: I had looked at buying a company here previously. So one of the big initiatives with the prior company I was with for a very long time was to take advantage of the women-owned small business status and try to exp- expand contracts in the commercial sector as well as in the federal sector. And okay. the deal ultimately fell through. So I I asked my wife, what do we have to lose? And she said, everything, and we'll rebuild. And so off we went. Oh, my we God. sold a house, bought a house, and moved across the country.
1: Total partner willing to dive uh, in just, just as-
2: Absolutely willing to be like, okay, whatever, we'll figure it out.
1: That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it
2: was amazing. Oh, and and we found out that she was pregnant with twins the day before we moved out here.
1: Really? Yeah. Whoa.
2: Yeah, it was wild. My parents thought I was absolutely losing it, which I probably was.
1: Yeah. Hey, if uh, if we can all be like, toe the line of crazy all the time, I think that's where life happens. I agree.
2: <laughs> at, I tell at least everybody, for me, anyway. At, oh, absolutely. At the edge of your comfort zone. If totally. you're comfortable, no we are not doing cool stuff like we're boring. not having fun I don't want 100% any part of it. yeah me <laughs> yeah. either clearly i think
1: that's why you and i connect so uh, well. I 100% yes i think we're the same <laughs> yeah it
2: actually would be scary if i didn't have kids what you and i might get into
1: yeah that's probably true <laughs> yeah i uh, don't have kids and I'll keep those stories to, no, just kidding. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: um, well, that's cool. Well, we're glad that you decided to uh, move to Denver because, uh, I mean, you and I have tons of mutual friends. You've gotten to know so many people here. You're also, you've are also, you also gotten involved in Entrepreneur's Organization. How long ago was that?
2: Yeah, so I've been at EO now about a year and a half, two years, coming okay. up on two years. Um, an entrepreneur organization, it's an amazing uh, organization here in Denver, but also worldwide. it's it's. Um, they offer a ton of, I mean, really life-changing events um, in the community that you build, the groups that you talk to. You know, as you know, obviously, running your organization, it's lonely, right? Mm-hmm. You can, there's times where you're like, is anybody else experiencing this? And you just want someone else to talk to, and. Uh, EO gives you an opportunity to do that right yeah. regardless of what industry you're in regardless of how big you are you tend to have very similar challenges um, and also things that you want to celebrate right that you don't necessarily go screaming from Union Station yeah. so it's been a great organization um, I've learned a ton from the people in my in my forum and then also from the events that I've been able to participate in
1: yeah I was involved with them for I don't know three years or so yeah. about three years ago so we just yeah. missed each other anyway. yeah uh, you should join
2: again and come hang out with my forum
1: Totally. Oh my God. I'm, uh, I have, when one of my, um, well, when my current side hustle gets to that revenue growth yeah, where I will qualify again, I will definitely awesome. rejoin with, awesome. uh, under that company. Can't wait actually. Um, so involved in EO and I know you're, you know, involved in a ton in the business community. That's why you've gotten to know so many people so quickly. Uh, let's talk about this investment company. When did you, um, decide, Hey, let's go you know, pool some money and go support other women-owned businesses?
2: It's a great question, and I, as many people know, the, the capital opportunities for women-owned businesses, they tend to be far less than, than other, uh, other individuals. And the more I was trying to raise money for, uh, actually not even raise money, but go get funds to do an acquisition and then to buy out a business partner and to look at other ways to help the company grow, the more and more I saw the discrimination and the lack of funds available and just just horrific conversations that I might need a couple of glasses of wine to talk about. Um, but I, I realized that I could have an impact and there was an opportunity for me to give back to, to other women-owned businesses. And so our COO, uh, Sarah Jolly and I, decided that we would f- uh, found a company together so we uh, started What's Possible. We believe that if you focus on what's possible versus what's in the way, a lot of really cool shit happens. Uh, so we came up with a name, literally from our mantra. Um, awesome. And we we pulled money together and decided that we would start to look at women-owned uh, companies. And so our first investment was a local uh, single-serve wine company run by Dana Spaulding called Wander and Ivy. Just a tremendous entrepreneur doing amazing things. Uh, and we've since gotten into... Uh, working with other tech entrepreneurs that are females. Uh, We've gotten into uh, helping a company build a software, taking their services firm to a software firm. And then we're also looking constantly at just other ways that we can make an impact. And sometimes that's through advisory services, which can or can't uh, equate to equity. And then others, it's just funding. Um, and we're just sort of silent partners, which it's been really amazing. And the the community that's rallied around some of these uh, female entrepreneurs has just been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Are, are there um, certain criteria that you guys look for? Like how, how do people find you to ask for money, for money and what kind of criteria do you tend to Kind of look
2: for it's a good question so far the universe has provided all of the people asking for money okay. that we could bargain for. Yeah um but you know it's really really strong female entrepreneurs um that have that are passionate about whatever they're starting um you know I know the most about the tech space I've been in the tech space my entire career yeah. uh Sarah's got just a tremendous background in finance and operations and so from a strategic a strategic growth perspective, her and I together, really make up an entire exec team, which has been really cool. So we, we've we sought out organizations that they may you know know their business but don't necessarily know how to run and scale a company. Yeah. And that uh, is what I, I'm really good at, and I know that. So I think there's those types of organizations we tend to look for.
0: So
1: more of a culture fit Absolutely. and a passion and in an industry that you kind of... Uh, n- maybe not know, but like believe in. Believe the future. in, yeah.
2: And yeah. in that there's an, I can see a path for growth, right? Yeah. Uh, regardless of where they're at right now, that there's an opportunity for them to, to take this to a level that they never thought was
1: possible. Cool, that's great. Yeah. It's been fun. And then, uh, do you want to talk about the software company? Sure,
2: yeah. Literally
1: just learned about this Yeah,
2: I know. So cool. I I sort of dropped these nuggets. Um, Software company, uh, I'm a co-founder, so there's uh, three of us. Sarah also is a co-founder, and another woman by the name of Cynthia Delaria, uh, who's just a, uh, the three of us have a very different, uh, very different backgrounds, and Cynthia is a tech entrepreneur. She's been in tech business for a while, and uh, really the platform is intended to support Uh, SaaS-based entrepreneurs, idea entrepreneurs, tech-based entrepreneurs that Mm -hmm. uh, want a path to an MVP, want a path to looking at product market fit, looking at product validation and cost validation. And we really want to flip the VC community on its head, right? And traditionally, uh, you know, nine out of 10 VC adventures fail. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we just believe that there's another way. Um, part of it is that you know, of the the uh, organizations that do get get funding, forty-two percent of them say that product market fit is the reason that they failed. Basically, yeah. the market doesn't want what they have when they have it, yeah. or doesn't like the price point, or, or or doesn't like the service base. And so, we're really giving them an opportunity to to vet that out and to go through all of those learning experiences without spending you know half a half a million dollars trying to find a developer and get a get a product to market that ultimately the market doesn't want. So
1: it's so a really cool opportunity. Yeah. Is the software going to help them analyze
2: Absolutely. that sort of thing? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So test and validate the market, analyze their idea, t- look through pricing, create performas, look at MVP costs, all of that. Yeah. Uh, as, you know, as a step-by-step, right? A lot of a lot of new entrepreneurs say, okay, I got this great idea. Now what? Yeah. Well, Precursor solves the now what?
1: Yeah. Oh my God! So VCs would basically use this tool to help do what they do exactly know, to help vet deals, deals right. Our yeah. our
2: goal is that VCs will look at the precursor score and the score itself, right? Not even the the entrepreneur. Um, also, this will help with leveling the playoff playing field and really just hey, if it's a if it's a viable product, yeah, then it will get investment.
1: And I can even see like uh, the company themselves, like the. The idea person themselves using this tool to like prepare for a capital raise absolutely let me because like you know I, I don't I've never raised capital in the sense that like a tech company does yep. to grow I don't know what I don't know when it comes to that stuff so hey I'm gonna go to you know use your technology to do that exactly. prepare myself to do that exactly oh, that's killer yeah wow we're and excited I, about it are there is there anything like that in the market right now not Another really right easy. you
2: you've got a few competitors like startup.com and you know there's linkedin groups there's individual okay. consultants right there's yep. a lot of of uh startup consultants. sell their time yep sell their this. time yep. and but most most ideal entrepreneurs can't afford a 15 or twenty thousand dollar consultant to yep. help them yep. so this is a way to to reach a much broader audience and to bring opportunities in get them vetted help them through the process and then Hopefully they take it to market. It's
1: killer! Wow, where are you at in that process? Do you have a developer on board? Do you...
2: Yeah, so one of our, our uh, Cynthia, our co-founder, is uh, a developer. We've got a few other oh, developers, cool. and we're doing our um, our own, right? We're eating our own dog food, and that we're yep. doing our own product market validation and pricing, and uh, we should launch in September.
1: Oh my God, super quick! Yeah, that's great! Wow, uh, do you need any uh, help? Like anything? What, what's is anything missing in your development of that? What's not been a, challenging? With yeah, things, uh, I
2: mean, we're raising money, right? So okay. it's also a part of, uh, we're raising funds um, to continue to to put uh, dollars into advertising and into uh, brand, into development, yep. into, you know, really uh, being able to, to have it uh, be a really steady, stable platform. There's a lot that goes into it. We're also bringing machine learning and AI into the platform where it's yeah. not just a you know, it's not a, a personal opinion of how well your idea is going to do. It's a market-driven uh, score, which would include, you know, uh, things from, like, crutch base, things things like that that would yep. help validate the idea. Yep. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of development uh, requirements, and so we're raising money to continue to push the product forward. Okay.
1: So with... Um, you have a ton of just positive shit going on. It's awesome. With point solutions group with the with the investment fund with this new software project Um, have you like have you encountered any challenges that you were like holy shit I didn't realize this is gonna happen I got to navigate this now Um, because I know running a business is, is not sometimes it's really shitty right yeah so I know it's not all roses and (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, running business is not all roses. I mean, we, we've definitely had some challenges. And um, throughout 2020, uh, very, very fortunate, Point Solutions Group grew significantly. Uh, but we were also in the middle of trying to do an acquisition. Um, and we were trying to buy out uh, my business partner. And, you know, um, funding uh, for that and transitions in a, in a pandemic with an acquisition, was really challenging yeah. uh, you know trying to do transitions over zoom versus face-to-face meetings <laughs> oh gosh, and yeah. meeting multiple people with the company uh, that we were acquiring was was really challenging and and we've had you know a couple steps back with the acquisition you know we had anticipated just marching in and selling services to the acquired clients and it's not ended up that way, right? We're having to, to kind of crawl and fight and scratch and almost reintroduce who we are yeah. now that we can, can have face-to-face meetings. Cause zoom did not transition, uh, or translate into successful transitions from an acquisition standpoint. It was very challenging. I learned a lot about yeah. how to transition in an acquisition successfully.
1: Wow. That's crazy. Um, how about, uh, anything else related, like, um, Outside of just running operations or scaling that company, like any growing pains, anything like that.
2: Yeah, we have lots of growing pains right now. Really, it's um, hiring. I mean, the yeah. the talent market in in tech is really, really competitive. Um, and then the talent market in defense and intelligence contracting, where we have you know top secret, top oh secret gosh. with SEI clearances, it's even more competitive, yeah, right? Totally. I mean, the amount of counter offers that I, I have seen at just absolutely ridiculous prices make me want to go back and be a developer with the clearance, totally. uh, yeah, totally. which anybody that knows me knows that that would be an absolutely horrific idea. <laughs> um, but, but hiring and, and really scaling, um, I mean, we could double the company right now if we had the talent pool and totally. we just don't. Yeah. So that's a, a constant... Uh, constant challenge for us. What do us. you do to
1: handle that? That's a, I know that's a challenge across like many industries. Luckily, Denver attracts so many people that move here and a lot of people that move here are educated. So that's why a lot of companies are attracted to moving to Denver. Like what, what kind of things have you guys tried to do? And if you don't want to tell your uh, trade secrets, that's totally fine. No, you know no, no <laughs> trade
2: secrets. I, I, you know, we've tried, um, we've got a big veteran push. So we okay. try to, uh, bring veterans, either those that are, are retiring out of the military, those that are transitioning into civil service, um, obviously they can hold clearances, which makes our life a lot easier totally. from that standpoint. Yeah. Uh, we've done some uh, kind of, I guess, national recruitment because it's Denver, right? We also operate in nine states and because of the pandemic, right, We our clients now know that we don't have to sit in their face yeah. to be successful. And so that's obviously opened uh, up the, the pool for us, but it's also opened up the pool for everyone else that does right. what we do. And right. so um, we, we've done some, some different things uh, along the lines of you know retention uh, strategies internally, and we have an amazing talent acquisition team internal, and they just there's just so much volume uh, right now we we just can't keep up. But it's been a it's been an interesting, fun challenge for me knowing that I you know I know the sales and recruitment side of things. This yeah. has been one that I just haven't quite uh, figured out yet.
1: Yeah, that is. Uh, I know everyone is just it's top of mind for everyone. How the heck do I hire people? Some industries are just like getting buried because of COVID and all this stuff. Thankfully, we're coming out of this now, but it's been really challenging. But some industries like yours have really benefited, I think, from you know, everyone being forced to go remote and everyone needs help with that. Um, so I know it's a common challenge. So that's kind of why I wanted to ask.
2: Yeah, it is, uh, and, and I think it's going to continue to be a challenge yeah. with more and more companies needing technical talent, more and more companies needing resources to continue to aid in the shift of you know, remote work, whatever yep. that means. Um, you know, I was hoping I could just, I don't know, land in Hawaii somewhere and work. But uh, I, th- I think a lot of companies are going to start continue. Two, two yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll, at that point I'll start like a surfing company, who knows. Um, right. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, the more, the, the big advantage that we do have is that I think individuals are looking for smaller companies where they can really make a mark. Yeah. And okay. that's been a tremendous advantage for us from a recruitment standpoint.
1: Okay, nice. Is there um, uh, to that point? Is there a target customer on the Point Solutions Group side that really fits well with you guys? I, you've mentioned some industries. Is there size reco- like um, criteria? Anyone that's any target that you have your salespeople go? This is who I. You need to go find.
2: Yeah, I think you know not necessarily a size uh, or an industry. Really, the big thing is change. So if they're expanding, um, if they're consolidating uh, systems, if they're moving technology, um, we've done a decent amount with merger and acquisition, right? Where you're looking to integrate multiple systems. Um, And then, you know, we do a lot of work with software companies where they're tremendous at developing their application, but need support and, creating an infrastructure and a security practice that allow them to scale. Yeah. And that's really where we're a best fit. Um, and so we work with large financial services companies all the way down to, you know, uh, Series A, Series B software companies that just have an opportunity to, to explode. And we're helping set the foundation for them uh, for that continued growth. Yeah.
1: Well, I know the mergers and acquisitions market is like on fire right now and will continue to be so.
2: It is red hot, More and for you. <laughs> I think most of us are trying to figure out where is all this money coming from.
1: Seriously, it's wild. I know it's crazy. Well, there's also a lot of money sitting on the sidelines, um, waiting for the shoe to drop on commercial real estate, too, yeah. <laughs> so people can they can come in and snack, yep. snatch uh, buildings from banks or you know, or for pennies on the dollar if it happens, which I know a lot of people think the office market's gonna really be impacted sometime in the next couple of years. Some think, don't, but...
2: <laughs> I think, you know, it's going to be a combination. I, yeah. I think, you know, gone are the days where it's a hard requirement in certain aspects, yeah. but I think the a lot of us missed it. A lot of us want to have that, that face time with coworkers or with clients. Right. And so I think we're going to continue from this point forward to see a hybrid uh, business in, in office environment.
1: Totally. Yeah, and I think the saving grace for Denver, if, um, you know, a lot of companies that occupy office space, if they downsize by half or if they get rid of their office entirely, the saving grace for Denver is there's so much entrepreneurial energy here, so many companies moving here. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, all that office space gets backfilled with all that. But who knows? We'll see.
2: I think it will. And, and you know, I think there's going to be uh, sort of a shift, right? I think we're going to constantly see a bit of a pendulum, and then yeah. we're going to land in the middle somewhere, which will mean some sort of physical space i think for companies that had traditionally had it yeah that's
1: cool so um outside of work i know you mentioned that you uh actually work out a lot Th- that must be how you like have so much energy all the time
2: yeah either Thank that or like know. i expend some i gotta get some of it out so i'm like halfway yeah. uh tolerable for most people yeah. um yeah i do i love to work out i've been working out i played sports in college yeah um, so i've been working out my entire life. I, it just makes me feel better and I feel like I'm a better mom. I'm certainly a better wife and you know, hopefully I'm a better CEO when I'm in a good space, which I think exercise yeah. provides for me.
1: That's what oh my god, that's what exercise does for me too. Yeah. Keeps me in a good head space so I can just be clear and energetic and everything.
2: Exactly. Good start to the day, I just get it all out and then I'm ready to go. Yeah.
1: Uh, do you do anything else outside of work? Like what yeah. do you do with the kiddos? Yeah.
2: Believe it or not, I jump on the trampoline a lot. Because of a trampoline? Yeah, we got a trampoline. You flip and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Oh
1: and shit! So I'm cool. trying to
2: figure out it, who likes it more, me or the kids. Yeah. I, I secretly, I'm like, no, no, it's just for the kids. But I think it's actually for me. Um,
1: <laughs> Wait, were you a gymnast in college? What I you was for? not.
2: I played softball. Um, oh, cool. But you know, I got to show the kids like what's up, right? So I got to do some flips and stuff as we go. Um, you know, I'll, I'll get, a, I'll meet people at some point, and I'll probably have a cast because I was an idiot. Um, yeah. But no, I, I love to, to uh, be in the mountains. Um, you know, I'm starting to play a lot of golf, which I'm having a lot of fun with. It was my goal to take, uh, you know, a couple Fridays and go play. So I played in a tournament last Friday, and I'm playing again in a couple weeks. So nice. I'm really enjoying that. And in the winter, you know, I've gotten back on my snowboard, and I'm hopefully going to get the kids into the mountains this winter. So Sweet. Yeah, we, we like to get away. and and have time uh for for the family
1: nice i um had an epic pass last this past season went up one time yeah that was the most expensive ski day i've ever had in my life
2: yep that's (laughs) that's an expensive one i got up way more times than that and i did not have an epic pass so we should have probably
1: dang it we should have communicated i know know. yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: fail on both of our parts but
1: i I just uh pre-ordered mine again and so i just have to make it happen commit to it yeah exactly yeah i
2: think that's my you know in the mountains that's my escape right it's the it's the brain space same with the golf course right i, I don't yep. look at my phone and so that's a it's a good thing for me
1: yeah well it's cool too cuz you know a lot of people golf for business uh we have the mountains here we can actually yes. ski for business too i know that happens a both. lot so
2: it's amazing <laughs> it's awesome can have all year golf and then ski
1: right exactly um, well, I want to wrap this by just asking a few rapid-fire questions so sure. listeners can get to know you more personally. Um, before I forget, how can people, uh, listeners that are interested in learning more about Point Solutions Group uh, for their company, uh, find you? What's the best way to to get in contact with you guys?
2: Yeah, so the company website is pointsolutionsus.com. Okay. Uh, we're all over LinkedIn. I'm all over LinkedIn. Uh, we also have an Instagram page, um, at pointsolutionsg. So, Anyway, uh, all of my contact information is out there, so I'm happy to connect.
1: Sweet, and we'll we'll uh, post and tag all that stuff. So Perfect. Can put links and everything when we post this. So, cool. Um, so, rapid fire questions is going to be more personal. Um, are there any books that you've read that have been super inspiring or really impactful for you over the years?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. Um,
1: and I'll actually lump, like, podcasts in there, too.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, Five Dysfunctions of a Team was one of the ones I read early on, and it was just tremendous. I was a young leader, um, and that book made a huge impact on me. Um, I, I've recently, uh, I read Matthew McConaughey's uh, book, which, Green Lights, it was great and not what I expected at all, which was kind of fun.
1: Is that a new book? Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. No it's, wonder it's, he's been all over YouTube. Yeah, and it's, like, he's, he's everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't read a ton, which is one of the things that I want to continue to do. But I would say those two um, ha- have had a big impact. What's Green Lights about? It's his own um, kind of his story. yeah, his story, his oh, book, cool. his background. Just tremendous individual.
1: All right, all right, all right.
2: Yeah, he only <laughs> says that a few times in the book.
1: I'll bet. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's awesome. Um, do you have a morning routine that you stick to? I do. Or try yeah, to?
2: yeah. Uh, so 5 a.m. Well, actually 4:57. Uh, alarm goes uh, on the on the bike, either doing a ride or a boot camp. Uh, s- stretch, get some coffee, and uh, then I wait for my kids to get up. So I spend uh, at least a half an hour with them before I before I head in.
1: Awesome. Uh, why four fifty seven?
2: Because I don't like uh, even numbers, and I don't like zeros and fives. Oh my god! Something for my whole life that alarms are at wild times. Numbers are weird. I, yeah, I gotta think of yeah. numbers.
1: So. Oh my gosh. You might be as OCD as I am. No.
2: Yeah, 11, 11 is <laughs> in my... In a different way, but... No. 11's a big one. 11 <laughs> is the number I see. Often, everywhere, it was my my number in college, and so that's sort of my guiding oh, cool. uh, light is when I see 11.
1: I see 11-11 on the clock a lot. And so, I do as well, that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. I always like, uh, whenever I see that, which often is twice a day, um, I like stop whatever I'm doing and I get like just present to gratitude. Like, thank you for
2: it's the universe point. for yep.
1: my life and all the cool shit happening. Yeah. In it. <laughs> it's the
2: universe for me. Just continuing to tell me to keep going.
1: Cool. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Um, let's see what's your, you're in the tech industry. What's your favorite technology that you use? Could be a device or an app or a type of
2: software. Uh, that's a really good question. Um, I have a love hate relationship with technology being, <laughs> being in it. Um, you know, I think I rely most on, uh, some of our, our internal systems. Um, we're HubSpot users, which is amazing and amazing technology. Uh, I've been searching a long time for a decent CRM and they're, they're great. They do a really good job.
1: You use the enterprise um, version. We do. Of that? Yeah, yep. Okay.
2: Um, and then, you know, I, I think the really for me, it's, the, uh, it's Slack. I, I think Slack's been one of the biggest uh, biggest wins for us from an implementation standpoint. Just the level of communication within the organization over the last couple of years has significantly increased. So that's probably my, my favorite right now.
1: Yeah, and your your uh, your workforce, your team is. I mean, you guys are all over the place, right? Yeah, you're we operate in, and... Yeah,
2: nine states. So okay, we're so you all use Slack
1: it. as yep. a, the the bridge to kind of communication.
2: Major communication tool. Oh,
1: yeah. that's cool. And then on HubSpot. Yeah. What's your favorite like feature of the enterprise version? Is it like, I mean, you you built your whole sales channel, marketing?
2: sales channel, uh, follow up process, tasks. Um, yeah, I just think it does an amazing job of of yeah. predicting activity and helping you as a, as a salesperson, right, and as the owner of the company, yeah. um, continuing to stay on top of of the people that I want to reach out to. Cool, nice.
1: Yeah, just the 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 pinging the. Yeah. constant, hey, don't forget to do this. It, yeah. But then hey, there's hey. a lot of automation that automation, you can build, too, that, where stuff just follow
2: happens. Follow-up, yeah, it's awesome.
1: That's cool, okay. And then last question, and uh, if you've heard, or the, I know the listeners know, uh, the last question I always ask is, what is your superpower?
2: Uh, my energy is my superpower. Uh, <laughs> I people,
1: could have told you that. No. <laughs> people
2: connect to to the energy that I bring to, to situations, and I think it's allowed... I really just connect with people through it. Um, I feel things through it. It's my gut response. It's just the energy um, really is a guide. Uh, Mm. You know, when people think that I've absolutely lost my mind, uh, my energy to things, I think, um, will lead me in the right direction.
1: Yeah. So you're not just talking about your energy to, like, keep going. You're also talking, getting like, I'm hearing energy of, like, us and yeah. connection and stuff like and that. And I know
2: real quick whether it's good or it's not good. Um, I know real quick whether it's somebody that I need to be around and what I need to dig in further. And it's a feel and a transition and transfer of energy that just continues to lead me to the right people.
1: Oh, cool. That's, I love that answer. That's very cool. Awesome. Well, was a fun conversation.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me. As, as always, you're amazing.
1: Yeah, No, I think the same of you. You're amazing. Well, thanks for doing this. And uh, let's go drink some wine. Sounds awesome. (laughs) All right. Talk to you soon.